Hey, hello. Welcome to Hoover's House. I'm your host, Ethan Hoover, and today I'm here with Chris and John. Take it away, John. So, what's happened on this fine afternoon, evening? Actually, good morning to everyone. It is currently at the 1.30 a.m. variety. Yes. And we are sitting here. We're, we're going we're gonna to think a little bit, Chris. You ready to think? My brain is working right now. Heck yeah. All right, we're going to get a real work in here in a second. All right, it's time to go. So, Chris? Yes, sir. Do you believe in aliens? Oh, bro. How can you not believe in aliens? That is a very fair question. But, why? Alright. Alright. So, like, obviously, like, the universe is really big. Like, that's obvious. Like, look out. There's tons of stars out there, bro. So, like, if you think that there ain't, like, some other planet with something else living on it, like, I think that's a little dumb. I think there's gotta be something out there, you know? For sure. Now, what do they look like, though? Oh, bro. I mean, it really depends. Anything you can imagine, Joe. Really, for real, like, I think because of how many universes there are out there and all that stuff. The multiverse is expanding. Exactly. Infinitely. I think that they could look like whatever. But I'd actually... Anything you can come up with, the opportunities are infinite. I'd actually read this thing that, like, it is most likely that aliens would actually look like crabs or lobsters. Believe it or not. Now, how did you get to this conclusion? Alright, so... It turns out that there's like lots of crabs out there, right? But they all evolved from different things. Being that crabs apparently are one of the most perfect evolutions. You got a point, dog. Because like, no, and like, not exactly like crabs, like the ones you see on beaches, but all of them, a lot of things have evolved in the ocean to just have shells and claws, you know? So, I think, personally, I think if there were aliens, they'd have some kind of shell like a crab. Maybe even claws. Alright, Chris, the next question. Heard. If we ever do come in contact with extraterrestrial life, do you think they will be friendly or hostile? Oh, shoot. I think, obviously, they're coming to a planet where... I mean, we got world-destroying bombs and stuff. So I mean, you're saying that they make contact with us by coming uh, to our planet? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we've only made it to the moon. There's no way that we'd make contact with them first. Yeah, China will be the first to see them, which I always think that's really going to be funny that the aliens are just going to hear, Konnichiwa, Nichang, for their first contact <laughs> with us. No, uh, I think, like, I think we've already came they in. They have the largest <laughs> telescope, so they will be the first to be able to see them come. So, I think we've already made contact. So they will be the first to make contact. I've already done it. I don't, I don't think... I think that happened years ago. So you think we've already been in contact with alien people? Who? The United States? No. Young House. Young House. We've been in contact? He's Young gone. House is not here. He, he is okay. Well, what's going on, John? What are we 
My bad. My bad. <laughs> Dude, sorry about that, guys. My phone keep turning off. <laughs> so, you think we've already made contact with Oh, dude, there's like, there's just so much proof behind it. Like, there's no way that there's thousands of people that have made made up stories that have like so much background to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Because I've heard like some crazy stories about extraterrestrials and stuff, and it's like there's no way that someone just made some of that stuff up. And the science and math backs the entire thing up. Exactly. There's so much science that actually backs up that there's extraterrestrials that we've come in contact with. Yeah. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Those are known as grades. And here's the crazy thing. Those aren't the only ones that have been like, quote unquote, seen, you know? Dude, think about it. What if what if lobsters are extraterrestrials? I'm hitting you with some big brain questions. I think that if extraterrestrials were to come to our planet, why would, by any means, would they come to the land? I mean, from what they would see of us from space is that we're dangerous. You know, we're constantly at war. We have these atom bombs and stuff. I mean, living on the surface wouldn't be what they would do if they were to come to our planet. They'd want to go under the ocean where they'd be safe away from us making stupid decisions. What do you think they're planning on doing? I think, honestly, I think they're just trying to live. They're just waiting it out, waiting for us to blow each other up and take over. They're waiting at this point. I mean, we've just discovered so little of our ocean, and I think that they understand that too. Yeah, NASA started out discovering the oceans and then switched to space. Exactly, because it's that just is the greatest question. Is there something down what did they find? Yeah, that's a good question. What did they find? Do you think they're trying to find the golden planet in the cosmos so we can get off of this planet? Because of what they found in our oceans? Maybe they found the hole to the paradise in the center of the earth, John. And maybe something living in there was not too happy about the monkeys with sticks. Dude. I and mean, they said you gotta go. I want if people on the I mean, think about how smart that would be. And if they're extraterrestrials, I mean, think, they're smart enough to do that. But they're not extraterrestrial because we're 
they could have been. They could have came from somewhere else. And but what if seventy some percent water? There is that is also the question. Like, you can follow the religion way. You can follow the evolutionary path. You can say that everything started from bacteria that got caused by the water and sun. You can take it whichever route you want to go, but ultimately we started from something and ended up where we're at. Well, I'm going to hit you guys with a big turn here. Where did we start? I have absolutely zero idea. I have a, um, I've actually read something, and this one's, this one's kind of uh, a big far-fetch, and you know, it might be a little hard to believe, but you got to hear the whole thing out. All right, go for it. So, scientists have obviously been trying to trace where we evolved from, right? But there's like through bones and stuff like that that they have found of early humans, quote unquote. But none of them exactly lead up to the primates that we are now. None of them. I mean, there's some that are very close, but they just didn't have the brains that we did. We had this rapid brain growth that, you the know, the evolutionary was, leap. Yeah, it was just way too much. Yeah. And what a lot of people say is that, you know, we were actually dominated by another race of aliens. You know, before. You into that shit? All right. Now hear me out. This is this is a real this is a real twist. So, so we were slaves by these aliens, right? Now, this is all just a theory, but like that we were slaves to these aliens that were using us to, you know, get their work done. But this is on another planet, you know, maybe even like Mars or another planet in our solar system is what they're guessing. And that we had two people that were able to free themselves, Adam and Eve, which is where the story in the Bible had actually, what people think that it had originated from, that they had came to earth. And because that's where that giant leap would come from. I mean, obviously to those aliens, they would seem, you know, pretty dumb. But when it comes to coming to a planet where there's only primates or not even primates, just you know, people who are able to use sticks and stones, but then they're these, you know, smarter people. They come in and they just dominated through all of it. But here's the problem is there would be a lot of inbreeding. But as a lot of people have shown, we actually have, you know, a lot of like pretty much caveman in us, which is what causes a lot of different, you know, things like even allergies. I mean, think about it. We, Adam and Eve came, had kids, and they all started breeding with the lower humans and making more kids and then interbreeding until we had, you know, lots of people. Yeah. And yeah. Knows why that was caused, how that was caused, like, what was up with it? So, 
I found this thing. It's called the Stone Heap Theory. I love that theory. Basically, yeah, you know what it is. Basically, like the where the primates, the monkeys were. It was a place with high mushroom, like psychedelic mushroom water. So yeah, and mushrooms. Monkeys being eaten these mushrooms. They start feeling things. They start seeing things. They start like the amount of like if you do like CAT scans, the amount of brain activity on these psychedelic mushrooms are crazy. Your brain's yeah. Out. There's so much activity. So all these mushrooms change the monkeys. And maybe that's where the monkey grew the consciousness. See, I love that theory too. I love a lot of these theories. I'm just hoping for one day that we get proof. I got one more for you, Chris. All right, let's hear. Somewhere it. along the line, some alien came along and said, "Well, this monkey's going too slow," and shot us with the good juice and turned <laughs> us into who we are today. Uh, mutated by aliens. That is genetically that, mutated, just like we do to animals today. So, think about this. How about way back in the when they shot us with their special juice, they stayed with us constantly and helped us with everything. Like monitored us, like kind of like lab rats. Well, more than monitor because Egyptians had their Egyptian gods, and that's. Yeah, because if you think about all the things the gods were able to do,、uh, could have been things extraterrestrials were able to pull off with their technological. That's actually like a really interesting theory because when you think about it, the Egyptians they had tons of gods, the Greeks、yeah. and all, and they had tons of these stories of these, you know, higher beings coming down. But as you know, things progressed, it came down to more of like one or you know. You know, barely one to two gods, right? Like Jesus and you know Muhammad and stuff like that, where he gets the word of God and stuff like that. What if it's, you know, maybe they're still watching, but we're making progress to a point that they agree with. You know, like back then, what if their progress was too slow for them, so they would help out? Yeah, that's that's why they give us the boot. Yeah, that's actually. I actually like that. I like that. That's a good. If we're actually progressing too fast now, and that's why there's all these diseases coming. Yeah, I can hear you.
But in all reality, he is still here. <laughs> all right, you guys mind if I throw you guys a couple questions? Go for it. All right. Well, I was actually thinking this was more of a shower thought, but like, we have like nuclear bombs and stuff like that, stuff that could end the world. Right? We have an amount that could end the world three times over. Even more than that. Yeah. But think about how sad that idea is when you think about it from the perspective of like an animal having no idea that, you know, humans could end everything that they know instantly. Do you think that they're aware of our like imaginary food chain we came up with that like we're the most powerful thing or do you think they just don't really care? I think they're completely unaware. I mean, how could I? I don't think any real animal could, can, like, think about it. I don't know. Cats cats do some weird things. Yeah, but um, do you know about Coco the gorilla? Yeah. You that heard that. sign language. <laughs> sounds really crazy. funny. Sounds really funny. But, like, Coco was a gorilla that could do sign language. Coco love Earth, gang. Coco love Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save Coco, Earth, gang. Save one of the Earth. animals that knew about humans and their destructive power. Wow. Coco was, you know, very sad about all that stuff. I mean, you know, he talked about it all the time, how, he, you know, humans were destroying Earth. I mean, think about how, you know, an animal actually knowing about what humans can do and then being upset about it. Do you think... You know, if animals had any way of understanding our destructive power, what do you think they would think? But that's you know? the question. They have almost zero way of showing it. Do you think no. they can think? Those, I, I think they can. So think you think ants can rebuild onto us? How, do Eventually, it, yeah. But Eventually. right now, ants don't have enough higher conscious to... But they do. Think about all the to, things to they do. All the ants. Like... Every single ant, just as an ant. Kill all humans. I think if they all had a way, like, if they had a Neuralink type of device... Do they? No. So then, it's not possible. I think they have some sort of, like, call or something that they can hear from a queen or some sort of... But how do they all get to do it? That requires some well, level let's say, of... Let's say there's a massive conscious, Right? Let's say there's a massive one. What if? Like, like oh, yeah. Like, there's some ant hill that's, like, <laughs> that literally has, like, one million fire ants, bro. This big. This big. One million. 290-pound, 5'11", Ian Davis walks into this thing. He ain't walking back out. Bro, queen ant goes, attack. <laughs> All of those ants gonna get the... Oh, it's, it's actually the pheromone. They get the pheromone when the one attacks it. Yeah. When one ant attacks it, they smell the pheromone, and then all the others attack it. A million ants, he's not going to stand it. So it's not like the ants are going to rebel against humankind, but they can rebel against a human. Yeah, so then they don't... That's true. That's true. You have nothing to be scared of. <laughs> as a race, no. As a Ian, maybe. That's you... you should be concerned no matter what. <laughs> Watch his step, buddy. Do you guys think that if we were able to tell animals, like, hey, we could eradicate everything on Earth instantly? They'd probably freak out. 
do you think they would freak out or do you think they'd try to rebel? I no, think they, they wouldn't understand. No, they, they don't know what Earth is. They only know what this pond is. You have yeah, to think they don't. They don't even know how the sun works. They don't understand that the sun doesn't float around us. Technically, to them, the sun isn't even the sun. So if you tell them something about the sun, I think their that's level kind of... is so uh, below ours. It's crazy that we don't even understand. What about dolphins? Apparently, their intelligence is really strong. What if we like? How could we communicate with them? We could teach dolphins. They can understand our language. I think we should. I want a parrot dog. You know how cool a parrot would be. Dude, that's What's that? Earth Come some on, more. Dude, we are, okay. we are gonna be a the I don't know yeah. if they really understand as much as they copy. Oh yeah, but it's still cool that they copy it, Doug. But I think of how sad that that is of a thought that like one day we could be going to war, going to kill each other, like countries getting ready to nuke each other, and animals. You know, their last thought would be, you know, I'm going to eat this blade of grass or, you know. It is, Chris. Like, in all honesty. <laughs> like, but that's honestly, a, that's a more peaceful thought than them knowing that they're going to, like, die. Be eradicated and they have no idea while every other human on Earth is stressing because they know that at a moment's notice they're going to die, but they yeah, don't. because that's what comes with intelligence. But would that the be... The stupider you are, the happier you are, the more intelligent you are, the sadder you are, because you understand more. That's true. That's very true. Man, that was a good... I like I liked that little, little topic there. That was a good one. I just think it's so... It's so funny that if you understand a lot of that stuff, you feel, like, so meaningless. Yeah, because there's really, like, nothing you can do until you realize that there is, like, shit you can possibly do. I mean... Like, what if we could move part of our species to another planet? That would mean if Russia decides to blow us up, oh, well, Elon's got some of us on Mars, we're straight. I mean, let's be fair here, too. If we want to get onto a deeper thought that's even more kind of, like, a little sadder than that, it's if we think about how like time you know time is completely relative time is completely irrelevant exactly i mean think could you name some person from 600 years ago not even that like 1492 i mean for columbus yes sir i can christopher yeah, but that that's also like Chris, he got you, though. That's that's yeah. and think about that's the one thing you know about. Fair enough. We don't like... know I personally we don't know what he thought about. I mean, think we have these thoughts every day, things that bother us, things that like you know Yeah, that's all just bullshit. But if we put but... all of our thoughts to like meaningful shit, maybe we'd get somewhere. But it's... we're not getting anywhere, Chris. It's gonna take a See, that's what I'm saying. The like because a hundred years from now, if we don't really do anything like that could timestamp our life, we would be completely meaningless. Chris, what if you could upload your consciousness and live forever? <sighs> would you do it? Would you do it? I would do it, but I've also thought about that. I, I mean, like from the moment right as you die, they take yep. your consciousness and put it into a computer. Yeah, exactly. Would you actually really live forever? Yes, because 
you as your consciousness that's basically what you are like when you close your eyes and then you can like get like perks and shit like you could that. literally do whatever you wanted to do and if we have the technology because you'll be there for however long we last and even after because there could be some species three trillion years down the road that figures out how to tap into it and then here we are in our Minecraft realm that we've played for three trillion years. <laughs> I like that, but they think like, we're like gods. Because if we think about it, knowledge of everything. We drive around flying tanks, yeah. just blowing each other up because we can't die. Yeah. I mean, but also think about this. Have you guys ever done VR? Oh well, yeah. Yeah. That's so when you're that. when you're in VR, you're in this world, you're seeing all these things, you're doing all these things, but from the outside you're just sitting there on the couch moving your arms around so if your your consciousness gets uploaded right as you die you're still dead yep mm-hmm. the body is gone but but the body's meaningless the body's always been meaningless the body's just what the brain controls it's what's inside the brain the brain it. is it yeah i always thought like is there like if you die even if your consciousness is uploaded that's only like the you that was alive you after you die it's like i mean from how i think about it it's like if there is just a pitch black void then you're just in that void as a soul but you know you can't really electronically capture someone's soul only all their thoughts through their lives that led up to that point but that really brings down to like what the conscious truly is and if it is possible to upload like yeah what we are in a computer or if we're able to keep the organ that is our brain alive and transfer it to another machine that can keep the brain alive and like the episode of Futurama yeah when they go into the museum and there's all those talking heads that's what we're gonna be like (laughs) for real they gotta keep us around we be thinking a little hard think about it if if we were to take like able to upload our consciousness to some kind of online world if i were to take my mind now and upload it into a game and then i were to go on living myself in that reality would go on living a separate life no you're not you're not dead you literally i don't think you would be able to do anything you would just be like a vegetable no i'm talking about be able to think like if they kept you alive after they took your consciousness but so do you think it would be a print of our consciousness at that moment? Or if we're able to upload our consciousness? No, it's going have to be a literal thing. And that is you that they upload. That is a good thought. Your, your reasoning is you. Your, your controls, your thinking, your thoughts, your actions. Your... The way you think. The, everything about you and everything you are. just, And you become this thing that they upload you into. On a computer? Yep. What, so why do we have computers? We have to think about all the other ways shit can be done that we just haven't figured out. Yeah, because that's the same thing with like the rocket engine thing because we decided to go that way but there's so many other ways we could Think done. about this. So how we started, we started with sticks yeah. and rocks. Yep. So on this alien planet, they don't got no sticks and rocks. No, because they don't have trees. So they got something else and something. This else. and this. Yeah. This might be Blurb Blurb 3000. Sure. Which is like, looks like Ditto. 
Sounds like Ditto. Basically, huh. is Ditto. Imagine that. And this might be Pikachu. Pikachu, yeah. So you turn Ditto yeah. into this handle-looking thing, but they don't have handles. They just no. have grabby things on yeah, their yeah. big claw hands. Sure. So you get Ditto to be your attachment, okay. and you stick your Pikachu that you found yeah. on the Ditto. Yeah. And then you got this little Pikachu fist. So you go around <laughs> knocking people. Wow. Like a taser. You go up. So that's what your life is on Alien Planet is finding I mean... Ditto's and Pikachu's and equipping yourself and walking around and finding other equipped Pikachu fisted <laughs> others and punching each other in the face that's and then the... just. That's what we do. Wait, what are what are your primary needs? Do you like sleep or anything? Or no, you we just, don't sleep. Y'all just walk around, bang bang. Is, I is mean, a young boy just like blaring on the planet instead of a sun? Is it just like some boombox? <laughs> like, think about what an alien planet would be like, though. And with that question there. We are going to end off the first episode of Hoover's House. I hope you enjoyed. This episode was brought to you by... John. <laughs> oh, gotcha. But yeah, this was this was a great time. Talking to Young House and the Ethan Hoover in Hoover's House. It was... It was nice talking. It was fun. Thinking a little bit about aliens, about how Chris is a firm, firm believer in the crab alien. And there's aliens in our ocean, folks. <laughs> aliens in our ocean. Thank you, John, for joining me on the first episode of Hoover's House. You're welcome, dog. This is Hoover, signing out. <laughs>